All right, you all, welcome once again to another edition of the Diggy A2 Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Rob Diggy, a.k.a. Rob D, B.K.A. Rob D, in the place to be for episode five of the season three, the new golden era. And as you all can tell, we are talking about the infamous Prodigy and Havoc Mob D, one of the most gifted two brothers in the history of hip hop. Um, so a couple of admin notes before we get started, you guys. First off, I want to give... A shout out to Prodigy. Rest in peace, my brother. He was a lyrical monster. Uh, We're definitely going to get into that for the discussion today. And another admin note, uh, today is Easter Sunday, so happy Easter to you all. I know you guys are going to be watching this on Tuesday. Easter would have already been over, but hopefully you guys had a great weekend, a great holiday weekend, uh, spending time with the family, reflecting. And another admin note is for our beloved big homie DMX. DMX, if you all didn't know, uh, you know, had an overdose, had a heart attack over the weekend, and and uh, I hope and pray that DMX can make out of this and uh, stay with us for a little bit longer because I love DMX, man. So all that out the way, I want to introduce you all to my guest this, uh, for this episode. So this gentleman here, the brother's name is Flo. Uh, I don't want to give his government name out. We'll just keep his, his stage name out there for everybody. Uh, but this gentleman named Flo, I got a chance to meet him on an app uh, called CH. Uh, you all can figure out what CH is on your own. I won't dive into that. But this brother created something uh, in CH that is called the FNN uh, Network, uh, Flow Nightly Network, uh, where he talks about music, culture, movies, anything black culture is is what his expertise is. He has something that he put together called the greatest hip hop album of all time. He put a bracket together, kind of like March Madness. I thought that shit was genius. And I was like, damn, I got to connect with you. How can I be a hip hop podcaster and not be a part of that movement on what this brother is doing? So ever since then, I've been tapping in with him and he allowed me to actually share the stage with some of the greatest talent um, across music, period, not even hip hop or an R&B, just music in general. And I would tell you all, if you have that application, tap in. Uh, I want to say we get down every Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday, unless there is a versus battle. Uh, he'll you know put the schedule out for everybody. But I definitely want to get show him some love. Uh, tap into that hashtag FNM bracket. I'm going to put that into the episode. You all going to see that here on this. Uh, so show some love to Flo. But I'm going to bring Flo in, you guys, and have you all meet him. So Flo, my brother, what is good? What's happening? And uh, introduce yourself to the audience, please, sir. Hey, first and foremost, happy Easter. And as you said, uh, prayers and well wishes to DMX every day. Uh, my name is Flo. That stands for Freedom Lies On Within. I am a hip-hop artist as well, I guess, as now a content creator out of Queens, New York. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much the history like to say. I'm on Clubhouse now. Got my second page because the first one, something is wrong, but it's Flow 3490. I hate the zero, but I had to add it. <laughs> but yeah, Flow 90 yeah, Network. Flo. That's what's up, man. Glad to have you with us, man. And thank you, brother. I mean, I know I keep saying it, but thank you for what you are doing. What your room is doing is bringing back, uh, just bringing back black music and the importance of it. And mm. it may it may sound minuscule to you, but to those of us that are close to music and love hip hop, love R&B, love having conversations about it, you've made that platform possible for us to have those conversations. So thank you again, brother. And no thank problem. you for being on with us, man, this afternoon. So 
Uh, our showcasing artist we're going to be talking about, you guys, is Albert Johnson, Kijan Mejita, and that is Product, Product and Habaji, also known as Mob Deep. So these brothers have been friends since high school. Uh, and actually, uh, let me give you all some background about these two cats. Uh, they're from Queensbridge, New York. They've been actually when when it comes to the everybody was has been asking me, yo, you get the mob deep. How are you going to find out what the done language is? So basically, they had a cat in their in their hood around the way named Bumpy. Bumpy had a speech impediment and couldn't say the word son. He his S is turned into D's, and that's how they got the done language. So that's where that all comes from. Uh, it's from that gentleman named Bumpy when, uh, around the way. Uh, and their hood but the three albums that we're going to be focused on for this particular episode is actually three of my favorite hip-hop albums of all time uh it's just it's it's uh i guess uh, a coincidence that they're all three in a row and all in this episode uh first one is the infamous uh released in april 95 uh it was first rated four and a half mics from the source towards the source went back in time and gave them or re-mic them up to five mics so it is a five mic album uh, some of the joints on there, probably the whole album was a run, uh, as, as Flo says in his room. But I like Savalo the Fittest, Eye for an Eye, Just Step Prelude, Give Up the Goods, one of my favorite joints uh, with Big Noid. Uh, right back at you with Ghostface Killer and, of course, Shook Ones Part 2. Uh, and that is a gold album. And then in November of 96, they released Hell on Earth, uh, a four and a half mic album from the Source magazine. And one of my favorites is Drop a Gem on, Drop a Gen on them, uh, which was actually a diss to Tupac at the time, the late great Tupac Shakur. Uh, Man Down, God Part, Godfather Part 3, Hell on Earth, Give It Up and Fast, featuring Big Nord and Nas. That's a dope-ass album as well. And then uh, they took a couple years off, did some... You know uh, some cameos and things like that on the admin side and then it came back out with murder music which is the platinum album four and a half mics from the source magazine uh released in august of 99 and some of the joints i picked up there to me the that album in particular picks up to me on the second half of the album so the second half of the album is when it actually really really starts to pick up so i picked out spread love illustrious where you're from with eight ball quiet storm quiet storm remix where your heart at the realest with Kooji rap, which literally just destroys that track, and it's mine featuring Nas. Uh, when Nas says, <laughs> "Silk shirt from my chest, show what a flirt." Holly Berry blow a kiss at the Barbara Streisand concert. Shit is dope, man. So <laughs> that is our premise today for Mob Deep. And uh, once again, Flo, thank you for meeting with us today, man. It means a lot to me and my Bro. audience. And uh, the first question, brother, that I have for you is what is the significance of Mob Deep to the culture of hip hop? Uh, I guess I can answer this because I'm from Queens and I just know what they mean out here. Like it was like even the one or two times that I've seen them, it was always funny because their name is Mob Deep. And if you ever seen them, they rolled deep. <laughs> and it's funny because like I'm I'm sure too. And none of the guys were tall. <laughs> like it was just like you might see a crew of guys that's all five eight, but they was the hardest looking five eight dudes that you've ever seen. Like I'm talking about like and they would still be in Queensbridge. Like yeah. that, like they would legit stick to that. Like even when they were worth like worth millions. Like you would just see a whole bunch of dudes that look cool, but look like yo, if you got on the wrong side, yeah, you know, we gonna do what we gonna do. Actually, I think um their manager was in the room one time. I don't know if you remember. He was like telling stories. Oh, uh, shoot, that's what's up. 
I probably yeah, wasn't in the but, room that day, man. But I would love to just to be a, a fly on the wall. And in particular, during that time in hip hop, you know, 95, mm -hmm. 99, uh, Mob Deep was was monsters. I mean, like, I mean, when you talk about the infamous, you talk about Hell on Earth, you talk about murder music to me. Those three albums, and I would even say Infamy. I know Infamy is, is outside of our realm, but Infamy released in 2001 uh, with Burn on there. Burn is a banger. Oh, my God. The way they put the drums on there, and it's all, most of the music was produced by Havoc himself. So they did everything yeah. kind of like in-house, you know what I mean? They didn't really reach out to any outside producers, and the shit just worked, you know what I mean? The, the shit worked, and, and the Prodigy, as I mentioned, was a lyrical monster. So with that in mind, Flo, like, how did you... Or what did you, uh, of those three albums that they had, which one did you like the most and why? Uh, the Infamous, only because I think my favorite Mob Deep song is Give Up The Goods. Mm. Like, that's like, if you ever see anybody from Queens, it'll be a hashtag uh, QG and uh, GTM or GMT, whatever. whatever, Queens get the money. Like, yeah. that's like a Queens thing. Like, we say that. Like, that's like the hashtag or the phrase. And it's all based on that's off of that song. Yeah. Queens get the money, long time, no cash. Like yeah. every time I go anywhere and I come back, if you go to my IG story, whenever I get back to New York, that's the first song I'm playing. Like that's just <laughs> that's just a staple in in Queens, New York. I can't say for New York as a whole, but that album, I mean, you know what Shook Ones is. Yeah. You heard the story, Havoc made it on the stove. Like it's a tick tick sound. Like yeah. that I don't know. That album and I was kind of disappointed when we did the bracket because I felt like a lot of people just didn't know. Yeah. And that album was kind of summed up as, oh, we just shook ones. I'm like, y'all haven't heard Because nah, nah. <laughs> that album, and Knife, and Knife Wonder used to say that. He was just like, he would read the track list like, yo, this is a crazy album. Yeah. And I think sometimes, sometimes Monster singles will like make people let that overshadow the whole project. But yeah. that album is amazing from top to bottom. And that, that's my favorite. The other two are great too, but like, it's just something about the infamous album. Yeah, I agree. That's why I got the sweatshirt on. So I, I definitely agree. Um, I think the infamous, to me, the infamous was like the the, the re-emergence of Mob Deeps. Cause they made like an album before that. It didn't really stick. Uh, so a lot of people think of the infamous as their first, you know, uh, commercial successful album. Cause their first album was kind of like a flop. They went back to the lab, they reemerged themselves, they created uh, what they did. But I, I always admired uh, how like arrogant, like not, I can't say arrogant, how confident these two young brothers were, man. Like we're talking about, yeah. they had to be at least 19 or 18 years old when they, uh, 18 or 19, when uh -huh. they came out and they were just monsters, man. Like you mentioned, they were real small cats. Uh, Prodigy could have been no more than five, seven, five, eight. But he had a heart of a lion, man, and he had the lyrics to back it up. And that's one of my favorite songs as well, too, Give the Goods. I love Big Noise, uh, Big Lloyd's yeah. um, verse on there. That's my shit, too, man. So I'm definitely my sentiments are with you on that. Um, but I had a poll question out there. So, Flo, I have a private group that I do on Facebook uh, called uh, Triple H U. So we got to connect after this on Facebook and get you get your right. thoughts in there. Uh, Triple H U is basically stands for Hip Hop Heads Unite. Uh, it's a private group. And this week's poll question was, of the three albums of Mob Deep, which one is the best, not your favorite? So it's like, kind of like the flip on, okay, I know which one I like, but which one is the actual best? So the consensus from the group was a tie between the infamous 
and murder music and hell on earth got no votes which i thought was kind of fascinating wow. to me because hell on earth is a dope ass album so what do you think flo does does hell on earth is it overlooked or just people couldn't connect with it or during that time of hip-hop now we're talking 96 you know we had jay-z nas it was written you know we had the still the the, the trickle effects of Ghostface and um, you know Raekwon the Chef, you know coming out with that mafioso kind of style, it kind of yeah. didn't really fit in. But the album was fucking dope, man. So why do you think it, it doesn't get the the praise that is due? Uh, I think it has a lot to do with what you just said. It's just it was, I guess by then you kind of knew what they were about, but you had other options as well. Like you could say, like you said, you have Jay Z's Wu Tang. You got all this stuff going on. Yeah, and I, as far as the poll goes, I just think that's just tough competition. I don't. Yeah. I think if you put if you put Hell on Earth in a category with maybe other third albums from artists, it'll probably shine more. But the fact that you put it in that juggernaut of a threesome, like yeah, those first two are are crazy, and it's not that Hell on Earth isn't crazy. It's just you know what those first two are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, cool. It's all respect, all love. So yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. It's all love, this. definitely all respect. Mm -hmm. And the one thing I love about hip hop um, is it's all you know. There's no right or wrong answer. Like you could love one album, uh, but you know one is better, or you know mm -hmm. what I mean. In the case of in the case of your bracket, like I remember the night uh, when Illmatic got kicked out the bracket. Man, I was mad as hell that night. Man, I was even there. Man. I was mad as hell that night. I'm like, y'all gonna do this? Like, anyway, that's a, that's a conversation for another day. But but <laughs> we'll talk about that offline. But yeah, man. But when it comes to Mob Deep, uh, I think their staple on hip hop is solidified. And then they, when they got to to me, Murder Music. When I got to Murder Music, that's one of my favorite albums. To me, that was when they hit the the pinnacle of their career. They went platinum. Uh, you know, they started to make these flashy videos. They had the remix with Little Kim on Quiet Storm. To me, mm -hmm. Quiet, they didn't even need Kim for Quiet Storm, honestly. I think the yeah. Quiet Storm joint itself was fire by itself. But just adding Kim to it uh, just made it even better, even elevated them to a whole nother level. Uh, it's mine. And people sleep on the realest with Coogee Rap. Like, oh my God. Like, right. people, you got to go back and listen to that album. You've never heard murder music. You got to go back and listen to it, especially during the time period of when the album came out. Uh, 99, which was in like, people were bugging out about the Y2K bug and all that stuff, and people were flipping out, but they made a, a, a solid piece of art uh, when it comes to murder music, man. So with that in mind, Flo, let's talk about the two gentlemen in particular, Havoc and Prodigy. So who do you think is more important to the group? Is it Prodigy with his lyrical ability or was it Havoc with the beats? That's hard because it's a perfect marriage because Havoc has such, he has this dark production and Prodigy has these dark lyrics, like stab your brain with your nose bone. Like mm -hmm. they kind of a perfect pair. Um, But I'm going to go Prodigy off the strength of like Havoc has produced for other people, but for some reason, I don't always like it as much. Like of course the beats is still good, but it's something, it's something missing to me. And that's Prodigy. And I was talking to somebody uh, recently and I was just like, people forget that there was a time frame, a small time frame where Prodigy was probably one of the best rappers on earth. Facts. Right. And Facts. I, I don't think he's talking about enough. I think, uh, rest in peace, when he passed away, a lot of people started to recognize it. Yeah. But there was this small window 
where he can arguably say that he was the best rapper in hip hop. Yeah, I, I I would agree. I think that small window you're talking about might be right at the peak of Quiet Storm when he did HNIC, which I think was yep. the album after that, his his solo project. I think that mm -hmm. time period between like late ninety nine two thousand, I, I would agree. Like, he's the hottest rapper on on earth, man. I think everybody's yeah. reaching out to him and like he showcases his lyrical ability, his lyrical flexibility. Um, and then, you know, of course, when we got to the 2000s, which is, you know, outside of our window, obviously, but they got to the 2000s, they caught a couple of bangers that I like, but then they joined G-Unit and then it kind of fizzled out a little bit, but that's, you know, how it happens. But yeah. um, I still, I still bump Mob Deep to this day. And it's 2021, you guys, I'm still bumping Mob Deep to this day. Yep. Like, they, they just have made timeless classic music. Um, and they definitely rep Queens. So thank you, Flo, for being from Queens. You know what I'm saying? No Someone is actually from the borough to represent. Uh, I crafted these uh, episodes uh, as much as I could to line them up with someone that is either familiar from the area or something like that. Last week, we had a uh, shout out to the Wild Tuna, who's from Philadelphia, who came on, did the roots with us last week. So that was dope. Uh, just trying to align things up a little bit better this season. Uh, but as I mentioned to you guys, I'm not a rapper. I'm not an A&R. I am just a fan of the music. I just want to keep that. I get a lot of emails and people send me the music. Yo, yo, Rob, what's up, man? Like, yo, man, I'm just a fan like you, man. Like, <laughs> I'm just a fan. I, I cannot do nothing with it, but I'll listen to it. I'll give you my honest uh, feedback. All of you uh, independent artists out there, my wife will do the same thing. We'll listen to it and send you back our thoughts. Uh, but yeah, man, I just want to I want to create a platform so where we all can talk about hip hop, um, you know, articulate ourselves and give it homage and it's due and give these brothers uh, a lot of the artists their flowers, you know, while they're still here. And unfortunately, Prodigy is not here with us anymore, but his That's mark is left. Uh, but the last thing I have, Flo, to close us out before we get into the shout out portion is always going to be final thoughts. Uh, what are your final thoughts when it comes to Mob Deep um, and and. On top of that, what would be like, let's say, for instance, I ask somebody this question all the time. I always like give different opinions. Let's say you ran across someone that never heard of Mob Deep in their entire life. Uh, what song or album do you play for them and why? So the first part is final thoughts. And then if someone had never heard Mob Deep before, where do you start with them to take them on that Mob Deep journey? Uh, <clears throat> final thoughts, I would say, of course, rest in peace, Prodigy. Shout out to Havoc. Word. I do Word. think that Havoc could have a, a nice little versus producer versus I would like to see. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't want people to forget the greatness that is Mob Deep, um, especially on a nationwide thing. I don't know how they're viewed in other uh, coasts, but um, they should be up there. Like Outkast is my favorite group. Yeah. But Mob Deep deserves to be up there and especially in duos groups what have you like they deserve to get their flowers every yeah. time and i feel like for the most part they do but i do advise people to look past the singles we know how great all the singles are but actually go to those albums because those brothers had great b-sides and don't just sum it up the shook ones but made their legacy live on you know forever and ever r.i.p.p and yeah they, they shouldn't just be a staple in queens they should be in staple in hip hop altogether. Absolutely, and, absolutely. Let me see. And you said the second one was what album? Yeah. So the second question again <laughs> is: Let's say you came across someone that has never heard Mob Deep before in their entire life. Where do you start mm. their journey? Where do you start the Mob? Uh, mm, I feel like the easiest listen would be Infamous. Okay. And okay. I feel like everybody has heard Shook ones, so it would be easy to introduce. My okay. This is the album with Shook Ones. 
you like that song, there's a pretty good chance you'll like the rest of this. Yeah. Like I said, Give Up the Goods, one of my favorite songs. And they'll probably like recognize that beat, you know, LL wrapped over a similar beat yep. and whatnot. So I think that would be the easiest listen. And I think probably the most enjoyable. And then I feel like if they like that, they'll naturally just go on to listen to the rest. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I would take a different approach. Um, I would probably start with Hell on Earth. I'd start in the middle. Um, and the reason why I say that is because it's one of those like skip over kind of albums. So I say, look, check out Hell on Earth. Check out, um, you know, uh, one of my favorite joints on there, I think, was uh, the actual title song itself, Hell on Earth or, or, or G.O.D. God of Far, uh, Father Part 3. Start with yes. that first, because like you mentioned, uh, these brothers, I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if they were uh like they just woke up on the wrong side of the bed or something, but it was always <laughs> dark. Like, you know what I mean? Like really dark, like probably yeah. had these dark, uh, dark beats. Uh, and, you know what I mean? Um, uh, I'm sorry, Prodigy had these dark lyrics, uh, Havoc with the dark beats, and it was just really, really dark. And I think G.O.D. Father Part 3 is a really, really dark song. So if you can get past, to me, if you can get past that, you can go back and listen to, uh, you know, the infamous and then go forward and listen to murder music and see their progression from where they started to where they are. So uh, me personally, I was starting in the middle, but I think you could say the same thing, you know, just kind of off topic a little bit about Jay, uh, Jay-Z, for instance. So, you know, when Jay yeah. dropped Reasonable Doubt, which won your bracket, by the way, rightfully so, um, you know, have no no gripes about that at all. Uh, but Jay, if we all remember, when, when Jay dropped uh, Reasonable Doubt, it was a, a commercial success. Like a lot of folks had to go back after Jay got famous, you know, after he made volume two, you know, did Hard Knock Life, they're like, oh shit, like, who is this dude? Like, and then they started to go back and listen to volume one and then Reasonable Doubt. So to me, that's kind of one of those same things. Uh, but yeah, rightfully so, if you guys don't know, uh, Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt did win Flo's FNM bracket for the best hip hop album of all time, rightfully so. Uh, I have no gripes with that, but I still feel, uh, I'm going to say this on the record, justice for Illmatic. I'm just going to say that real quick, just to put yeah. everybody out there. Justice for Illmatic. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but Flo, hey, nice to have you on with us, brother. So as we have been doing you all, as uh, going throughout season three, we've been paying homage to the late, great George Floyd and the memory of George Floyd. Um, I really do hope that justice is served. I know what trial is ongoing right now. Uh, yeah. so I hope that his family and all of us, all of us can get some closure. Uh, we're doing the right thing uh, when it comes to his, uh, the person that was responsible for his death. Uh, but in all, in all the essences, uh, Flo, if you could bow your head for me, brother, for nine quick seconds, and then we'll get into the shout out portion, if you could, please, sir, and remove That's your hat. I appreciate it. All right. God rest his soul and God rest his soul of all the others that we have lost through the social injustice. It needs to stop, man. So, Flo, my good brother, so happy to have you with us, man. But who are your shout outs going to today, sir? Uh, my shout outs, I'm going to shout out myself first. Uh, oh, got to shout Flo. yourself out, right? You know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. that. Follow me on everything Flo349, Twitter, Instagram, F L O W349, Clubhouse, Flo3490. <laughs> Eight to zero, but it is what it is. Uh, yeah, we got some dope things in the work. Shout out to uh my co-hosts, Dapper Don, Camicia, uh Puff, Tim, Ninth, Lenny, Mir. Uh, shout out to Rob Diggy. Shout out to Craig. <laughs> right, man. Appreciate it, homie. Appreciate Craig. it. 
Yeah, shout out to my man Craig Bayless, just cuz, hashtag Craig speeches. <laughs> shout out to anybody who's ever pulled up to the room and stayed. It's, it's definitely appreciated because we be in that thing for like three hours yes. <laughs> on, the, on a weekday. On a weekday. Yeah, I know that's not easy, but yeah. I appreciate everybody's dedication. Yeah, man, my style is definitely going to you, Flo. Shout out to our clubhouse room. I'm so happy to be a part of it. And uh, sometimes, man, like uh, I get on I'm on the stage and I start looking around at some of the names. I'm like, yo, like I shouldn't even be here right now. Like, <laughs> I <shouldn't, laughs> how the hell is old Lulo Rob Diggy from Kansas City on the stage with some of these heavy hitters? Uh, but the other side of me is like, you know what? I think I've earned it. Uh, I think I, I I should rightfully be there. And I think a lot of other folks feel the same way, whether you whether they know you personally or whether they know some of the moderators personally. Uh, that's neither yep. here nor there. They're there for a reason, and we are there to uh, remind everybody of this one wonderful music, whether it's hip hop, whether it was um, R&B, whichever will decide corn that it is. So you guys tune in, man. I'm definitely going to put all the information for you all to get into that room. Uh, if you had that application, which is CH, uh, go in there and check it out. Uh, we get down every Tuesday, Thursday and, and Saturday, permitting yep. the versus battle. Uh, so hopefully by the time you all see this, I think there's another versus battle today hosted by Steve Harvey with the Ozzy brothers against Earth, Wind & Fire. I am so excited for that, yo. I'm so excited. Actually, really excited to see Earth, Wind & Fire, to be, be honest with you, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, so shout out to, to, to you, Flo. Shout out to our room. Shout out to my family. Uh, today is Easter, so it's good to remind yourself about uh, your family and good people around you. And of course, as always, shout out to my wife, Jessica, the queen. Uh, I cannot do anything without making moves with her. And she is doing some major, major moves behind us. Uh, pushing our platform forward so a huge shout out to jess i love you babe and thank you for all this and uh we're gonna wrap things up right now you guys next week we're going to be talking about the lyrical latino monster from the bronx new york that is big pun uh we're gonna talk about big pun next week so you guys stay tuned in for that but uh thank you guys for sharing your time with us today whether you're watching or listening shout out to you guys shout out to everybody and of course as always shout out to hip-hop hip-hop music hip-hop culture we'll see you guys next week all right one double zero peace Thank you.